All right, we are recording. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is the Play It By Ear podcast, episode 15. We are hosts, uh, Nick and Chris. Chris, what's going on? What's up, everyone? I'll be cracking open a nice dogfish head because Ooh. I feel like it, and it's one of the only IPAs available in a 12-pack in a regular grocery store. All good reasons. Is, uh, is that your first of the day? My second. Second. Went, had a, a nice fat tire New Belgian shift. Okay, okay. Um, to have along with my... Ooh, a huge plate of crabs. Yep. Nice. Is that from Docs? No, so... So Docs doesn't have steamed crabs for some reason, but the place to go is like 17 minutes away mm-hmm. in Harp, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And it's a place called um, TL Morris Seafood. Okay. Four stars on Yelp. Um, okay. And it's like you drive up and it's like a, it's like a boating. I, I would say, yeah, it's a boating dock. And it's like, you have to go, like park and like go behind like the warehouse and yeah just like a really it's like a factory crab outlet basically interesting interesting have you tried them yet yeah i just ate like four and then we had to take a break (laughs) okay um yeah i'm gonna be trying to eat these throughout the day we ordered uh they had uh the last order of of the large sides Mm -hmm. which is 12 dozen for like 60 bucks yeah, it's a good deal. I think I don't know, but um, so we ordered a, another tw- another dozen of medium crabs or small, yeah, medium crabs. So we have mm. like twenty four crabs in total, which is probably way too much. But Tita's gonna make crab cake. Ooh, yeah, use the uh, the leftovers for some uh, another dish. Yep. Um. So. Uh, we're supposed to have uh, another guest joining us, uh, a friend of ours, Yoni, but unfortunately he's uh, attending a march in uh, D.C. Um, yes. So hopefully, maybe he'll be able to, able to join for a bit at, um, at one point today. Yeah, but, the, I would like to see some footage from the, the Black Lives Matter march. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know a lot's happening in D.C. I left D.C. like three weeks ago, but I think now would be a good time to be there uh, I feel like there's a lot more organized uh, protesting in March. There's like a lot bigger effort happening in DC and it's a lot more focused and centralized and measured than in other yeah. places. So it would have been great to be down there to actually take part in some of that. Yeah. From, from what I'm getting is there's less like, like the protests last week were just like full rage, you yeah. know? And like people were very angry for like good reason um a lot more like looting and like fires and stuff like that yeah um whereas now i think it's a lot you know people are just marching and it's as yeah you said, like a lot more organized for sure but it seemed like in, in dc uh in particular like they changed the whatever street that was and like leading up to the white house they changed that to black lives matter plaza or whatever yeah, and then they like sick. on 16th street like huge lettering like a yellow lettering across the entire street they just put black lives matter yeah. So and like the the mayor, you know, authorized it. Browser or I mean Bowser. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's like a there's a huge um, 
there's a lot of momentum in DC. It, it sounds like, and as opposed to other cities where it may have kind of stopped or kind of waned off a little bit. Um, DC is definitely having like taking a lot more action. Yeah, I, I am definitely curious about like just raw numbers yeah. and like like how many people are out there protesting. Just because like I'm just curious about like numbers. Because when like people take videos, like if you're in a crowd of thirty, you can make that look like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's true. I'm just curious about the numbers, and, and it, it was funny. Like, like Roger Goodell of the NFL, like mm-hmm. finally said Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Which, like, everyone's saying it now. Yeah. Right. Like, I've never felt like more okay to post like my fist on like social media, like doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's like. It's like, it's really like drawing a line in the sand for like, like I look at businesses now. Yeah. Like if I'm going to a business, I like go and like check if they did anything. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and yeah, it was just like that, that first step for the NFL is like interesting. Some of the things that I like, I worry about is like, it's an, it might be seen as like a, like a quick PR move and then like, no, like they don't make it a, a habit. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have to follow up with more action than just posting something. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's. I think it is a good um, uh, first step, at least to acknowledge, you know, yeah. what's happening in a day. They're not going to be silent about it. Um, but like again, yeah, if everyone's posting and you're not posting, like it, the silence definitely says something. And so at this point, like companies probably feel like they have to say something. Um, but like who's and like some people say like um if they're posting now they're just following you know the the movement but some of the companies at the beginning who might have been who who decided to post early those also might have been pr like pr focused they wanted yeah. to like be the first movers in in addressing it even though they're not actually standing behind what they're saying so for me like the timing of who's posting and who's not doesn't mean that much to me uh, the fact that they just do it in general is a good first step, but for sure they have to follow up with more action uh, than just kind of that social media post. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because like uh, the, uh, the music publication I write for like dancing astronaut, yeah. like they're, they're going full black, like only posting black artists. Like there's an yeah. excerpt at the bottom for like donate links. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, it makes me like proud in the moment, but then like, I'm like, okay, like what, like habits can we put in place yeah. that, that actually like carry through the the habitual part of the daily routine yeah, rather yeah. than like some sort of PR, like just a one-off thing. Yeah. And then hoorah. Back to business as usual. And then yeah. back, back to business. And, and it, it's always like curious, right? Um, par- part of me wonders, and, and I feel like I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't know why like police precincts aren't mm-hmm. like to me, the, the whole ego of a, a corporation is a little confusing to me. And, and you can't say that like you were wrong, right? Like there, there's such like a perfectionist attitude for me, like police precincts, like, I don't know why they wouldn't like, I feel like a police pre some pre, police precincts are saying Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and I don't know why more aren't like potentially like comfortable with 
with just doing that and saying like, we'll do better. Like we hear you, we'll do better. And like, let's work together because yeah. they're, they're here for, to, uh, for us. Yeah. And mm. I don't know why they, they have this, like this concrete, like skin to them that like refuses to listen. Um, you mean as, as opposed to um, either not saying anything or just like, or trying to pull continuing to police to, to not say, to not say anything. I think yeah, yeah. to not, to not say anything They're They're right under the light. And like, and again, I don't know too much about, you know, the police side of things, but like, you know, for them to say like, you know, we need to do better. And like, we, we, we hear this movement and support it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it just sounds like such an ego thing, which I think like, for sure, like ego is such like a problem in like a lot of this and like companies, you know, they, they have to maintain this like perfect reputation and they can't, they can't say, sorry, I'm wrong. Cause like, or else what, like in my head, like Goodell said, like Goodell said, black lives matter, which I think is like an excellent, like anchor, mm-hmm. but I don't, people are still going to go watch NFL games. This isn't going to do, this is, I don't think this is going to affect attendance at all. Who knows? I mean, probably not. Uh, you, you mean him making a statement or like him or, or not following through with doing anything else beyond the statement? Maybe both. I don't know. I, I think that's really up to like the, the players union and how they react to like the actual changes that are made. Yeah, for sure. In the NFL. For sure. Um, and I, it's harder for me to like speak on that. But from like, uh, like I've been an NFL fan for so long and like you go to an NFL game, like nobody talks about this shit, obviously you're just screaming, eating nachos, drinking beer and like high-fiving at first downs. Right. But like, (laughs) just because like nobody's, nobody's sitting there and like, you hear what Goodell said? Like, I'm not coming next week. Like they're going to fucking, right. They're going to fucking come. For the NFL, um, with them completely like blackballing Kaepernick and the, his career basically being over after um, him kneeling and his, his, his kind of movement, if, if fans didn't, you know, if attendance didn't go down, has, hasn't been going down already, then nothing's going to change at this point, I don't think. Yeah. They just feel like a little disrespect and move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I also like acknowledge, like I, I live in a bubble, right? Yeah. Like I can't find a single post on any of this, my social medias that aren't like supporting any of this. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to like, think of anyone that I'm really around aside from like relatives. Yeah. You know, who are like, who might have different like political beliefs than I do. Right. So when I, I remember when like, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a Ravens fan, but I remember when like the Ravens were about to sign like Kaepernick, like I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I, and I actually thought that the Ravens were like the, fa- the, the Baltimore Ravens fans were, um, 
like we're more progressive but then like the owner got like so much backlash from the the ravens community yeah as a lifelong ravens fan i was like oh damn really like that's I was like, I guess so. It's like, you know, the, the football community and the football fans are just like more of a conservative, um, more conservative, obviously, than the NBA. Yeah, for sure. Baseball is probably conservative, too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I, I've seen too many, like, it, it's easy to get, like, emotional and excited and, like, get angry for like a day the harder thing to do is is implement into routine and habit for sure it's so hard to just sit there and uh like what is that word like uh remunerate remunerate or something when you just like keep thinking about the same Ru- thing rumin- ruminate yeah 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 keep thinking about the same like negative thoughts over and over and just let them kind of repeat in your head yeah it's easy to fall into that and like you know go on social media cnn and kind of go through the same whatever the media is portraying or whatever social media is portraying it's easy to fall in that cycle of you know letting yourself kind of dwell on the negative things that are happening yeah and and also like ruminating is like one of the i think you bring up a a very good word because like ruminate is in psychology like if you're depressed the problem is you're ruminating if you're yeah. anxious, the problem is you're ruminating, as in like you, you continuously think, but you're not doing anything. You're frozen. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you're if you're taking a test, you know, like you're just ruminating and you have this thought and you can't like act. The problem yeah. with like ruminating is like no action. Yeah. And I completely right. agree. Like one of the things that social media uh, gives into is um, it, it allows for easier ruminating. Yeah it allows for just like mindless scrolling and thinking just the same thing and, and not actually doing anything. Right. Um, right. you know, I, I think, I, I don't know if it's like Gary V who says like, you got to post like five times a day. Like if you really want to like get in people's head, like you, you have to take action yeah. and like you have to take that action and, and it's easy to target. You, you see directly from just like the pulse of things and like daily hashtag trends like you see what people are ruminating on and you can attack that from a marketing stand. The harder right. thing to do is actually implement action. Right. Um, you see like, uh, like music labels like Warner put in like a, put it in 25 million to like this new task force, um, this new task force that they're creating. And, you know, the first thing you think is like, okay, cool. Good start. And yeah. like, and everything dependent is what that task force does like giving props to like starting now like yeah you can give some props but like like keep it going yeah you know? yeah for sure like That's if you if you throw a touchdown give props in the moment yeah throw a last minute touchdown props in the moment and then let's focus on next week yeah yeah that's yeah that's also why i i don't want to hear from that many people or like that many businesses in general although like yeah um silence has a lot but certain people i don't want to just see like today we decided to give x amount of money for this reason or this reason donations are good but obviously i want to like continue to hear that down the road i want to like hear about progress 
uh, I want to hear about more things than you're doing than just checking that box and making yeah. it, you know, visible that you did it. Yeah. A thousand percent. You know, I think that that stuff is important. Do you, do you yeah. have like, uh, do you have like people like reaching out to you, like asking if you're okay? I, I not too many, but, uh, I mean a few, uh, I did get a, a email from a pr- professor. I was like, I already graduated. I just graduated. And a professor that I had this past semester emailed me and one other black student in, um, in my professor's class asking, you know, what he can do to either start discussion or change his curriculum within his class um, to bring more education about uh, black lives and what he can do to how he can change his curriculum uh, for the better, basically. Uh, so that was, that was a good thing to hear because that's an easy way to actually start discussion because he has a, a platform and it's, you know, as a professor, he has, it's, um, his class is like a hundred students and it's a yeah, straight yeah. seminar discussion type class. So that actually is a very, uh, practical way to talk about how things can change to like talk, start discussion with students. So that was a, that was a much better, you know, that was, that was good to hear from a professor as opposed to someone who's maybe just checking in, um, not really meaning much. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, uh, yeah, to that, it's just like, it's like ignorance and like a a lack of knowledge. So like people just have to like educate themselves on the matter. Yeah. Right. Like when you look at, when you look at like voting lines and stuff and like, I'm, I'm out here and like, like Trump country in Maryland, you know, mm-hmm. and like, like these pe- like the rural people are just so far away from everyone. They've yeah. never met, they've never met anybody of color. When you, right. when you go to China, they're, they're racist as hell. <laughs> yeah. And it's cause they don't, they don't meet foreign. They, they, it's just like, it comes from such an ignorance. Yeah. And like when you're in your own like bubble and like you're in like your house away from everything, like you, you become like selfish and you don't like necessarily, you, you never think about it. And when yeah. somebody comes in and tries to tell you, you need to change, you're just like, yo, I'm just I'm in my house out here. Right. Like, like I have no idea what you're talking about. And like, right. they're not, they're not going to take a second to educate themselves. Right. You yeah, know, you gotta, you gotta do it for them. Yeah, exactly. As bad as that sounds, but they have to, they, yeah, they just have to like be open and like listen yeah, and like don't talk about something that they don't obviously know about. Right. Like, like if you don't know about something, say, I don't know too much about that. I don't have an opinion rather than spurring off what you see in the media as like, right. As your knowledge on the matter. Like you don't, you don't know. Right. But yeah, like I've never seen, it's crazy. Like I've never seen, like people were posting like Blackout Tuesday. People were posting that like I've never seen post before. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it was like. Everybody on my timeline posted that. Yeah. I've never seen like a movement like it. Um, 
it, it was also funny to me to see like the inner fightings of like like stop posting the black square like it's like yeah, it's, okay. it's hiding everything i'm like in my opinion i'm like shut the fuck up it's one day and like this is the biggest i've never ever seen i'm actually curious if like trends said like this is the most like unanimous post that has been be. posted ever probably yeah i can't think of a, any other one yeah like celebrities were doing it like like i did like a form of it and like i started seeing people like bashing like doing it and i was like all right we're kind of like nitpicking at this point and it's just like one day chill out um but yeah. like i saw like you see celebrities like snoop dogg Shaq, j-lo um like some really prominent like voices that i respect doing it yeah and 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 you know that made me feel like it's fine to like spend a day everyone posting the same thing in like solidarity it was yeah. like i've never seen it i've never seen anything like it before yeah uh yeah my entire timeline uh with every yeah every every person i i know posted that for sure um but like the the thing with um people getting angry like when you use the hashtag hashtag black lives matter just there, there's an issue with using the hashtag black lives matter because people use that to talk about some of the the logistics of like some of the marches they're doing so yeah. when you like when people use that to search for information about a, a upcoming march or whatever they can't see it so just use a different hashtag just don't use that hashtag but it's still yeah. okay to post that that was fair and then if I'm going to be combative, then it's like, if people really want to like, it's not, it's not that hard to find information about it these days. Right. Like right. everyone is talking about it and the information is pretty accessible through Google or go to a company that you know is going to share good information. Um, but well, no, I'm talking about the people who are using Twitter to talk about where we're meeting or logistics yeah. for something and they're only using twitter for that and so yeah. people search hashtag black lives matter to look for that information so it's only on twitter but i mean yeah that's you, you do a little more digging you can still find it but yeah it's one it's one day um just hopefully it doesn't it's it's more hopefully it's more than one day hopefully this momentum keeps going yeah, no, I was saying that Blackout Tuesday was one day. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, right. But yeah, I'm so curious, like, what the NFL, what Goodell could do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. That was uh, definitely seemed a little forced. <laughs> like, I think I think David mentioned it looked like a freaking ISIS training video. <laughs> It's like there's someone behind the screen with like a gun to his head <laughs> reading off the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was just kind of like interesting to see. Um, yeah, I, I like I would have been like kind of shocked if he didn't say it, you know. Yeah, he had to say something at some point. Yeah. It's taken long enough. I think, yeah, I think something like appropriate is just like, 
like information, like the, the amount of information that could be spread with technology is like, it's like mind blowing. I, I feel like almost like Twitter is its own like pocket too. What do you mean? Like, um, like old people aren't on Twitter. Yeah. Old people, old people get their information from the news, Fox news. Yeah. And just the news. They, yeah. Just the news. Yeah. Um, people yeah. love the news. Yeah, exactly. They watch the news so much. Whereas like Twitter is more of a Twitter's bubble is like younger people mm -hmm. and it's, a. Uh, it's it's upvotes. It's whoever has right. like the most like catchy opinion, and it's all upvoted. But right. it's upvoted by like young people. Right. Um. It, it's interesting because and and fake news is interesting, right? Like, like Facebook. Like, I'm bored in quarantine. I want a Nintendo Switch. Why am I getting Facebook ads of fucking scams? Like, why is it so easy to fucking try and fuck me over? <laughs> like, Facebook's a multi-whatever-dollar corporation, and I understand the technology might be difficult to, like, vet like companies, I guess, but, like, you can just be anything and do a Facebook promotion. Yeah. That's, like, fucked up. And I had to, like, be smart and look in the comments to say, you can't get a Switch for $129. <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> it was just like a three game pack or something. <laughs> and then I clicked it and I kept getting these fake switch ads. And yeah. I had to look in the comment to like poor commenters being like, I did this and I didn't get my game. <laughs> and, and like, you're like, Jesus, like why is it so easy to, to spread fake shit? Um, and to that too, like, like deep fakes, it's yeah. only going to get worse with AI deep fake. And like, cause it's going to be consistently trying like, uh, like trick the the information providers. Yeah. Like deep fakes. Uh, fr friends of mine online were sharing this like uh, th this like police tape that was like that said like shoot them all like shoot all the protesters run them over. It was fake. Like that that shit is the the spread of fake news is so dangerous. Very very dangerous. Yeah. And, it, it's... and it's too easy. And I think like. I think Zuckerberg is getting like a lot of heat and Twitter recently they're like, they're fact checking Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, with deep fakes, it, it's, I mean, it starts as like platform agnostic because the technology behind that, I mean, that could go on any platform and be, it's, it's hard to recognize if it's real or not. So, I mean, that could be, spread that could like cnn could pick it up because they think it's real like many other news platforms could think it's real like pop up on twitter facebook like instagram it's the technology is that i mean i don't, I don't want to say it's a problem but it's becoming so so good that it's people are trying to create these platforms are trying to create their own ai to combat ai and so yeah at, at some point like whoever's doing it first is gonna have a leg up always and they know how platforms are are trying to combat it and so they're always kind of one step ahead of it so it's very hard to spot it it's very hard to police it it's very hard to restrict it 
um, it's just becoming it is advancing at such a fast pace. Yeah, and on the um, on the news editor side of things, um, one of one of my editors pointed out like editors at a like a uh, journalist like at a school get paid like twenty seven k a year, and like yeah. like they are they're swamped with yeah. the amount of information that they get, and it's like. <laughs> You, you can kind of see why it's easy to kind of like get in like a writer's mindset. You're just kind of like receiving these press releases and seeing things. And like, it's very difficult to vet if something is like real or not, because somebody could post something, a deep fake and like, like who online is going to be like, Hey, I checked with, you know, factchecker.com. Like yeah. it, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. That's why I like sourcing is like very important, but yeah. it's like the pace at which people are expected to move is at a computer's pace, which is pretty difficult. Mm. The right. uh, pace at which people are expected to retain and then retain the information that's being flung at them every day and then create action on that is like milliseconds and like it's it's very difficult to like sparse out what to like do a deep dive on something it's not, right. it's not that difficult but like it takes an extra step that a lot of people don't take yeah right like my like it's also interesting to think like in our, our parents generation when they had to walk like six miles to the nearest library to figure out like who the presidents were <laughs> right. like people still wrote those books you know, mm-hmm. like it, the people who wrote the history books, like they definitely had like a longer time to like write them, but it just makes me think like the people who wrote the history books, like there could be like a little bit of bullshit in there too, you know? Uh, because it was, it's hard to fact check them. So they have more leeway to talk about something that may not be true. Potentially. I'm not like... I'm not sure, but like our parents' generation, they took, you know, I feel like bibliographies and like citing things mm-hmm. was more, I don't know, more important, I guess. Yeah, had, for sure. What are, what are the things in the back of books? Like the way that history is kept back then was a lot easier to handle. Yeah. But now the computers just do it. Right, right, right. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like curious. It, it's it's going to be curious because there's just so much more information about what is fact now. Like, what are the history books going to say in like 20 years from now? Like, how are the history books being written when there's just mm. so much narrative and information True. flying their way? Like, what are what are the you know the headlines are always going to be political. True, Damn, but it's I never, never really thought about that. There's just like so much that you can like pick history from like anything. Yeah. Um, and, and and since there's so much like, I don't know, like I worry that history might become like irrelevant or like history classes might just become like an interested topic where everyone's just kind of like focused on like building the next best thing for whatever the the hot trendy narrative is 
hopefully not. But uh, it is important to like make sure you're you do have the right narrative when you're talking about like looking back on this year. It's definitely if this when this is taught to students, it's be, it's definitely important like which narrative you're going to bring to the table. Hopefully, we don't forget about it, but it's it's definitely going to be important. You know how they're describing it, how they're teaching it, what narrative they're using. Uh, I never really thought about that, actually. Like, how do religions, like, how do religions progress when, like, how do religions, how, how would how would Christianity, like, tell their story when it's in the, like, what is their story now? I don't know, what like, the, the Christian story is always just kind of, like, stuck in the past. True. And I don't know what, like, the what what is what are the what are the christian what's the christian story from like 1990 to 2020 yeah i don't is know it, is it always just jesus <laughs> i don't know man you're asking the wrong person i'm not very religious i know it's the the amount of information that's being flung at us is like crazy and like i don't think the the, the humans can't process it as fast as as they can't keep yeah. up with the amount that's being flung at them. Right. Like, like I feel like we are, we're expected to work faster than potentially our parents were expected to work. Like, because we have technology. Oh yeah. That's the whole thing with becoming more uh, productive because we have we're we have the tools quasi robot already so yep. we have the iphone in our pocket that's basically whatever we don't know it takes 15 seconds to look it up so basically we have pieces like already attached to our body we have a very fast computer that's basically you know not that much slower than our brain yeah so we're we're already we're already quasi robot yeah damn i feel so much better on saturday than i do on sundays <laughs> so, yeah, Sunday, <laughs> definitely i'm still dragging for some reason uh but saturdays are much better for sure yeah i'm not dragging today Yesterday, I walked three miles to get ice cream. Really? And I was so tired, and I had to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, that's you. You fell asleep when you when you got back, like after you ate your ice cream. Mm, pretty quick. It, we had like a, a Zoom call with our friends, and then, uh, and I fell asleep. But like, I fell asleep at like eleven p.m. on Saturday, Friday. Friday, yeah. It was a little early, but, um, uh, hold on. Yeah. It, it was our first time like going out and like interacting with like a business. Oh, really? Yeah. Where like, I feel like I was just like touching things with my hands that they were touching and I was just like, whatever. <laughs> Wait, hold, <laughs> hold on. All right. So you're, you're getting ice cream and you say you, you were less more worried about taking 
like the the safety measures in terms of like touching surfaces and like staying distant from others yeah there was there was like cones set up everyone was wearing masks felt like pretty like it's a small town like a well-run operation mm-hmm. i was just having like a good out a good time like walking out and about um and it was just like little things like even today when i got crabs like i'm not wearing gloves i'm just fucking grabbing them and washing my hands afterwards yeah um i think our our town has like like a hundred cases our our whole county has a hundred cases yeah like I mean, yeah it's, i mean you it sounds like your houses are pretty spread far apart so there's not too many opportunities together in confined spaces, right? Yeah, it's crazy that like these pro like COVID just doesn't exist anymore. The protests are like, oh yeah, like, so, like I, I would say, I would say the protests are making me more like comfortable, I guess, or like it I'm is seeing, because I'm seeing people hang out and with all those people, and I'm like, all right, yeah, it is. It is because we're not seeing any spikes. It also just may be because people are not getting tested. It's taken a complete backseat COVID. So we're not seeing a direct impact of the protests in terms of cases or deaths, but we could not know that yet just because people are not getting tested. But just from a perception standpoint, it does make me feel a little bit comfortable, more comfortable. At this point, like I've flown, uh, I've gotten a haircut, I've shared drinks and food with people, friends who are also kind of hanging out with other people. I've done a lot of things that are considered risky in terms of transmitting COVID. So at this point, like I think I'm, um, I'm a lot less cautious. I'm yeah. doing gloves like you said. Uh, I'm I'm still doing the mask, but you know, I, I think I'm gonna start doing a little bit things a little more towards what I was doing previously. Yeah, and like when you flew like even when you flew you didn't seem like that worried about it. I was not. I was very nervous on the plane itself when it was crowded. And I was, you know, a little concerned when I got back, thinking that any possible symptom was going to be me, you know, getting COVID and being fucked. But, you know, who knows? I could have gotten it and I uh, just never knew. But, you know, luckily, I'm feeling good today. Yeah. It's, uh, what are you drinking right now? Uh, the Return of Tiger's Blood. Ooh. Nice hard seltzer. Damn, that's tight. Um, are there like, like are, are your social options right now for you, are they just like protest oriented? No. Some people, there's a good amount of people still here. And people, people have their different, you know, tolerances in terms of hanging out and stuff. But, you know, 
I've definitely uh, gone to people's houses or apartments or whatever and hung out with a few people. So it's definitely not, not too limited. Some people are open to chilling or others are going, going on walks or hikes or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, damn, man. I got to think of a bunch of Jeopardy questions. Oh, for today? For tonight? Yep. It's pretty fun. You better get on that soon. Should we should we make this like an hour? Do you have other yeah, topics? Yeah. Do you have other topics? I don't. I, I have <laughs> absolutely nothing. I had topics in mind for Yoni, but they're they're more sports stuff, so Yeah, I wanna I'll like sa- I wanna save that for him. Um Yeah, like it's too easy to have like black lives matter and like COVID on the forefront. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you have any like idea about what like face, like, do you think Facebook's eventually going to get like a fact checker or like move towards? Well, checking. They already, they already do an automated way to say certain posts, or certain information may be misleading or from a untrusted source. So they already do flag that kind of stuff. And they'll, you'll see a little banner underneath the post. It will say possibly misleading, unverified source, what have you. They do do that. Uh, and that's kind of an automated thing. Yeah. I feel like unverified source is definitely a good thing. I think the worry is that that, that, that three times in a row that then becomes politicized whereas like facts then become politicized that's what um that's what joe rogan is like like the fact that like twitter i feel like that i felt like that was huge like twitter like changed their logo to like black Mm -hmm. you know like when i saw that i was like a little surprised that they would because joe rogan's always like you know these social media companies are left but when he when he says that stuff, I'm like, is it left or is it for like humanity? You know, like right. in my head, it's like like Twitter Twitter doing that I, I thought was like cool as hell and I thought it was like like I I don't think this is a left issue. I think it's uh, like a a human like and I just believe it's like a humanity issue. It is it is, it should be but some some certain like uh ideals are 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 aligned with you know either the left or the right yeah so it it always is going to come back to that no matter what even though you know it's you got to point out when something wrong is happening uh like you know put aside your political ideas uh, arguments uh this is definitely more about valuing the lives of black people like it shouldn't it, unfortunately it always boils down to your political beliefs but it's that it, it's definitely a sad thing yeah i'm gonna check if like did like facebook do anything i don't think so i want to check instagram's instagram <laughs> oh yeah instagram did it too oh really it's yeah, the um, 
Instagram's profile on Instagram, they they have a hashtag share black stories. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. See so okay. Nice. So that and that is Facebook. Right. But I think like like story t- storytelling and attention is such such a, a a big thing and like scary thing to if like you're doing it incorrectly. Like if Facebook just wanted to make money, like they would just like not filter any sort of advertising and then any idiots would just come and just pay money to like boast fake like fake stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that shit is like so dangerous. Yeah. And um and then on the on the tech side of things, I think it's like just a big project to to have to like vet things. Um yeah. and then it's like you're if you offer a, a like a a verification check mark for CNN, mm-hmm. right? Like, or like other news sources, they could still, they could still play with the truth, you know? Yeah, push their own narrative for sure. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like difficult. Yeah. Do you also see, I don't know if this is new, but, um, there's a gate there's there's three sections at the top bar of your um of the home page if you go mm-hmm. to your facebook home page mm-hmm. there is um there's like facebook watch there's the marketplace there's groups and then there's gaming yeah so it's like facebook's trying to be youtube everything amazon amazon yeah this is way different whatever Groups is like Facebook's, I think. Uh, groups, I think, is one of Facebook's bread and butter yeah. because a lot of, like, a lot a lot of niche interest groups, like, use Facebook to uh, disseminate information. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I, I can say in, like, the, uh, the EDM community, like, fan groups, a lot of fan groups are on Facebook. Uh, a lot of fan groups also align with like the gaming community on like discord or like Twitch and things like that. Yeah. But like to disseminate like any kind of information is on Facebook groups. Right. And then yeah, gaming, they're just trying to do Twitch. I feel like, ga- I feel like gaming something we can talk about. Yeah. I'm down. Definitely. Since, um, since, we've been locked down. I've definitely been gaming more and more. Very easy thing to do when you're at home with friends online. Do what's your, what's your main game? Cause I know you don't play FIFA. Mm. Well, I was playing gears of war five, but I beat that. I beat like the single player campaign. So, and that literally took, I've been playing that campaign since um, October of 2019 and I just beat it like three weeks ago. So it took a very long time to beat and now I'm done with it. So I'm done with that game. So I'm looking for my next game to start playing. I feel like that's the ultimate, the game narrative is the ultimate narrative. It is. It is. But like, but like, (laughs) 
it's like like a, a movie is like you know three hours max yeah and that's an insulting movie length yeah <laughs> but like the game what what was what's gears of wars hour time like 190 hours or something would i play the amount of time i played i don't know but it it, it would sp- i spent a lot of time playing it over you know seven months or something yeah it's was, it was pretty tough but yeah once you get into um a game in like their single player story it's you're so invested in it and it's so much more of like yeah it's so much more of an investment than any other type of content and it's so much more satisfying to go through and and beat it's such a great way to uh like i don't know waste your time do you do you use fortnite at all uh no i'm not into fortnite at all zero percent i would love that fortnite's only uh xbox right it's all, all, it's on everything. It's not including, on Switch. Is it on Switch? It is on Switch. It's on every single platform, including mobile. But you don't even have a Switch. I'm, I'm going to get one. Dude, you've been saying that for months. I know. Yeah, you're not going to get uh, one. I'll get a Switch. <laughs> I, I actually have a lot more video game questions. I'm going to get another beer. Okay. Keep talking to them, Nick. All right, you got your uh, Bud Light there. Damn, you've been killing the Bud Lights recently. Yeah, the re- the reason because. Oh, my uh, my jammy. <laughs> my j- my jammies are here. New pajamas, tuxedo. Is that what is that? Are those like one piece full full body pajamas? Yep. Nice. Yep. This is us. <laughs> um So Bud Light is great because my my nervous tick of like drinking is like I think a pretty fast rate. Yeah, me too. For sure. So Bud Light is good to like like it's basically like half the alcohol amount as of this. Yeah. But why Bud Light in particular? There are other low alcoholic drinks. AB InBev is the best company for alcohol out there. <laughs> I, I trust their brand. True. I like saying Boo Light. True. Um I feel like the light beers are like if I saw a light beer commercial and I liked it, I would go out and get that just because I like the commercial because really? I don't like, I don't have like an alliance to like a light beer. You do. I, you do. I, I like light beer too also, but some of them taste more similar to water than they do beer. Like if a light beer did like, uh, and they would never do this because conservatives drink like a lot of light beer probably. I don't know. But what? if there was like a light beer that like came out with like Black Lives Matter shit, like yeah, I'd probably buy that. I'll get down with that too. Yeah, for sure. 
it's like the same thing with like Nike, like, like I'm more geared to then get like Nike stuff for like yeah. a commercial. Right. But, um, but yeah, I have no, I, I don't know light beer enough to like distinguish the taste between the Bud Light, Miller Light. I mean, those are the very Coors Light standard like light beer. I, I feel like there are not that many light beers in general, but like, yeah, Miller's Light, Coors Light, Bud Light, there's not much differentiation there at all. Like Miller, like Miller had one Miller 64, 64 calories for a drink. That's suspicious. It's so little. Yeah, it's no, very, sus- very how. suspicious. <laughs> yeah. I need a little bit of taste. I need just, I like light beers. I do, but I need a little bit of taste. Miller 64. Like I loved that commercial. That is like 64 calories. Like I love that commercial. We used to like scream the Miller 64 theme song. <laughs> really? Yeah. That like catchy stuff. But Bud Light, you know, I did my research. AB InBev. Good call. Good call. Best company out there. During Corona, like did ESPN start has ES does ESPN have a gaming division? gaming division um i know they've started to cover esports more and more i don't know if they're actually financially invested in any of the leagues they probably are i don't know if they're they they, they've been broadcasting them more and more and it's probably a smart move i don't know for sure so if you go to espn the top chart and then the three other dots esports is one of them i know they cover it I know, yeah, they they cover it. Yeah. I don't know if like they've invested in any of the esports leagues. Damn, dude, they have like Valorant, North American, Twitch rivals, power rankings. <laughs> yeah, that man, it's a, it's a serious business. Very serious business. Damn, sponsored by Tur- Doritos and Game <laughs> Fuel. Dude, I told when I uh, last year, not this past year, what just passed, but year before. When I went to uh, South by Southwest here in Austin, there's a whole there's a whole uh, like gaming segment, but they had live esports tournaments scheduled here at, at South by, and the like the coverage was so insane. It it felt like an actual sports event the way they're commentating it and like the production and just like the the intensity. It was incredible. Like I don't, I don't even like the games they're playing, but being there was actually an experience for sure. Yeah, I, I bet it's like fun as fuck. Yeah. Like, it's funny because like I grew up like going over to my friend's house, and like some of my friends were more assholes than others, and I would just watch them. Like I had some friends that I would just be like, "You sit and watch, and like I'll play." And like I'm like seven years old, like I'm not gonna like. I'll be like, okay. And, like, I would just, like, some of my friends, I would just, like, sit and, like, watch them for hours. And that's how we had playdates. <laughs> like, I wouldn't play one second. I'd be like, can I play? Like, do you know how? Like, no. Like, you just watch. And I would just sit there and watch for three hours until my mom would come and pick me up. 
uh, it sounds more like a, a bully victim situation than two friends. But no, no. But I think like there's something to watching. Like if I couldn't do it, I wouldn't have done it. Like I was purely entertained for yeah, those yeah. three hours. Yeah. Yes, it was also like a bully, like maybe like a, a little bit of a bully situation. But like. I left and I like, I wanted to go to that kid's house again. Like I would go back to their house and yeah. like, that was our relationship was me just watching them play their computer game. Cause I didn't know how to play at the time Yeah, or I wasn't as good enough. So it's like very much, I think began with like our generation and now it's oh, like manifesting sure. into like, like the fact that, Ravens wide receiver Hollywood Brown beats like Snoop Dogg in like a Madden tournament. Yeah. And like people were watching that. Um, yeah. My, my cousin is, I don't want to like give too much away, but like responsible for like production of, of, of the FIFA like tournaments of yeah. the cele- celebrity like FIFA tournaments and that's like like I don't know who watches that from like our generation necessarily but like that is like like watching your favorite players play FIFA online mm-hmm. that's like that's a market yeah it was definitely good content for um some of those leagues that had to pause because of Corona. Um, definitely a good idea. I have a problem with esports being called esports because I don't, why don't they just call it? Why isn't it just branded as games? Like, why do they need to try to like, tap into being a, a sport? It's not a fucking sport. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing physical. Like, I feel like a sport has to be has to have some kind of physical element, as little as it may be. No, no, no. That's not physical. Moving your thumbs is not physical. And I've, I feel like I've had th- this argument. <laughs> what are you doing? I've, I've jacked thumbs. Dude, that's not physical. Like, show, me, show me your thumbs. Let me see your thumbs after years of Game of War. Moving your thumbs does not increase your heart rate. There's nothing hard about moving your thumbs. How many calories do you think you burn in a three-hour session? Okay. I've, I've seen I, different actually, I'm actually studies on this. I've seen that but it's not moving your thumbs. It's the intensity in which you're, you're like thinking and processing and it increasing your heart rate. Like I've seen articles and studies around uh, master chess players burning a certain amount of calories during a, a game because yeah. they're, they're thinking and processing so hard. They're not actually physically moving, but their heart rate is being increased and they're like pushing themselves. That's yep. like one aspect to it. But esports, like video games, there's no physical aspect to it. And I feel like that's a requirement to be considered a sport. Like you can't say that sitting on in a chair and moving your thumbs is physical exercise. So um, um, how many calories do you burn doing nothing? Doing nothing? Calories burn increasing. So a person who weighs Jesus. (laughs) 
The amount of calories burned increases according to body weight. So a person who weighs 150 pounds might burn 46 calories an hour or between 322 and 414 calories a night. Okay, so when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. somebody who, and let's go 185 pounds because 150, that's like a high schooler. 150 pounds might burn around 56 calories. Sleeping. Sleeping a night. Video games, you burn 61.8 calories an hour. So. (laughs) That's not much. No, no, no. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a 5.8 calorie increase from sleeping to playing video games. Okay. There you go. Right there. (laughs) You're not doing shit. You're literally sleeping when you're playing video games. (laughs) I thought it'd be more. Um, I don't feel like I'm getting a sweat when I'm playing fucking Mario Party. Yeah, I feel like yeah, calling it esports is like uh, is less to the like the physical nature and more to the competitive. But it's, it's a game. Of it. Just call it a gaming. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree yeah. because like if you're trying to like say esports should be a sport because of the competitive nature of it, then call negotiating a sport. Call like you know. Yeah. business business dealings a sport right, call right. like y- you could you can put competition onto like a lot of different things yeah so um, when they when they say like e- esports athletes they're not athletes that's so wrong yeah it, it is weird I, part of me thinks that it's potentially because of like if you're going to give scholarships like it's it, it, part part of it might just be because of like the bureaucracy of things, right? Yeah, and um, and it might be easier to like bring in esports scholarships by calling them putting them under athlete scholarships than it I, is like creating a whole new gaming scholarship. That it, it's not it's not going to go that far. There there will be zero scholarships giving. Given to gamers, that will never really. Yes, dude, there, no, dude, no, no, that no. is a thing. No, it's not. There's universities giving scholarships to gamers. Yes, dude. No, no shot. I'm gonna Google that right now. Yeah, look, look, dude, Arcadia University. <laughs> um. It's heading that way, though. If there's money in it, and there is, schools are going to figure out a way how to give scholarships for the activity. Boise State does it. Boise State? Fuck, I guess you're right. Let me think about that. Boise State, Columbia College, Hawaii Pacific, Kent State, Miami, University in Ohio. Robert Morris. All right, for what Akron? What type of games though? Let's be more specific here. Like if it's just NBA two K <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Anybody can play NBA two K. Literally like a five year old can play NBA two K and be good at it. And there's no I can't even I can't I can't. 
No, this this might need a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. But yo, uh, yo, put the Zoom link in. Uh, put the Zoom link in the the meet thread, and try to get. Let's try to get some coverage from Yoni. Okay. Um, it's weird that this has not stopped me after forty five minutes yet. It's weird. Did you pause? Yeah, but pausing still doesn't reset the timer. All right, let me see here. Yeah, we need uh we need someone to join. We need to like find some more content to make this a full episode because this has been lacking a little bit. I think we've had a good discussion, honestly. We have. We've had pieces. Pieces. Um, I think I think there's a lot more to go into the esports thing. For sure. But All right. But yeah, on the because ESPN is the like I'm going to look at what the definition of a sport is. Cuz like who who's there's definitely like leading publications of gaming that like ESPN's just trying to like play off of. Uh, yeah. All right. So I think this sport involves physical prowess. Yeah. Any activity involving physical exertion and skill. Yes. It's, so it's just gaming. Yeah. Like chess isn't a sport. Uh, poker isn't a sport, but it is on ESPN. Yeah, it is. Um, as we all become these like Wally just sitting in chairs characters, I think ESPN's like, oh shit, like people aren't going to be as physical anymore. Yeah, I mean, it is a huge market to tap into for sure. Like, I'm going to look at ESPN's like what they consider sports. You think they have poker in there? No, I don't. All right. Yoni's downloading the Zoom app. It should be ready in two hours. So, uh, Nick, what else on the dock? Um, but, yeah, I think I found a new game to play. It's called Subnautica. And apparently, I don't know, like you got shipwrecked somehow on the, like a new island and you have to explore and like figure out how to survive. Uh, it's on Xbox. Apparently, it's an amazing game. Oh, Yoni's asking, what's the meeting ID? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and you have to do shit underwater? Yes. Apparently, it's supposed oh, to be that, incredible. That's so actually sick. I'll be playing that and twitching from start to finish. That game. I might need to watch some of that. I love I love water shit. I used to want to be I used to want to be a marine biologist, but then in ninth grade I took this biology class with a really mean teacher mm. who turned me off of all sciences. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know you know who I'm talking about. Oh, in uh, freshman year of high school. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
that was no good. <laughs> it's crazy what like a teacher can like do for you. And I feel like like going to a hard school is like. Yeah. I mean, those teachers, um, as mean as they can be, you can't show up to a class unprepared. So you're literally forced to learn. So out of, out of embarrassment, that, yeah. that's like the, the, the reason that I chose to do a small school instead of big school. Cause if I went to a big school, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do the work. Really? Is, is, there is that why you decided to go to a small? Is that the true reason why you decided? That is the reason. Yes. I was deciding yeah. my, my two colleges were small school and big school. And I said at the big school, I'm going to have too much fun. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the small school. Oh, here we go. Someone is joining the audio. Looks like we have guests. Yoni Yo, coming from What's good, man? Where are you located right now? Uh, so I am on 16th and Hodge. Close to the uh, White House here. We got the Q's doing a... Uh, Oh, the cues? They're doing a dance? Oh, yeah. He's, he's doing a thing out here. Okay, so what, what is, first of all, where did, where did this whole thing start? And where have you moved to since? And, like, what's, what's the vibe down there? Like, is there protesting so, so, or, so, or is it just, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, the mayor's speaking right now. Mayor really? Up there. Up there. So Mayor Bowser is talking about he's talking about our two-year-old daughter, I believe. Uh, okay. So we, we basically we basically started around uh, around 16th of you and just walked down 16th all okay. the way up to the White House. Um, pretty pretty peaceful, but it's packed. A lot okay. of we got we got blacks, whites, Latinos, everybody out here. Pretty strong, strong statements on their signs. Um, it's been very peaceful though. It's like pretty, pretty jovial atmosphere. Okay. Seems like there's a lot of like dancing, a lot of go-go music, a lot yeah. of stuff like that going on right now. So it's uh, it's, 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 it's pretty crowded. People are pretty pumped up. Seems like uh, people are tired. Of it. Yeah. Is it is it is it fun? Like is it? It's pretty like community. Yeah, like, I would say it's. I would say it's, 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 it's pretty positive. It's pretty positive. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like people are all types of people are out here. People are handing out like free waters, free food. Like people yeah. are lined up, like offering people these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if you can hear us or not, but yeah, we were we were talking about earlier how you know I left DC like three weeks ago, but it seems like DC compared to other states or other cities. Uh, especially now, the protesting and uh, definitely more focused and uh, targeted, and it's, it's much more organized than other states. Other states are kind of it's kind of fizzling out in terms of protesting and what they're doing. So uh, I would love to be in DC to kind of continue that. I know, like they they changed one of the street names to Black Lives Matter Plaza, as well as like uh, uh, painting Black Lives Matter on what was it, 16th Street, like leading to the White House. So it seems like in D.C. It's, it's much more active than in other cities, especially now. Well, yeah, I feel like people, people. I mean, it's having an effect everywhere, but I feel like people just like, I think it's a proximity thing. 
because we know yeah. that fool was right in there in the White House. People want to just be, be letting him know, making him feel it, making him feel uncomfortable. So, right. it, yeah, to your point, it does feel more targeted. It feels like there's a very specific issue also people are focusing on. But I know that, like, throughout the day, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like we, so now there's this there's this protest right here around the White House now towards, like, the Senate. That's, a, that's now basically starting at 2 p.m., but people are, like, obviously filing in when they do. Uh, but then after that, I know there's, um, there's like, just kind of, like, scheduled opportunities to march throughout the day. Right. And then there's, um, there's, like, a, there's actually, like, a go-go, like, a go-go march. Oh. 14th Street that we're going to later. That's so, sick. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna like continue with this like Senate the Senate march now, um, and I think that's either at four or five. I have, I have to double check the schedule, but at that point there's a go 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 march where they'll be playing music and people will be walking around 14th Street later. So our plan was to come from 16th towards downtown, towards yeah. the White House, and then after that basically head back head back towards uh towards the U Street area, 14th and then uh, U Street. Yeah. So I think that's where the go-go march will take place. We'll, we'll, we'll let you go, but who, who are you? Uh, who are you with? Who did you come there with? So I am with. So there's other people that are at different spots right now. We'll be, we're going to be up with some people from the Grassroots DC project that they soccer with. But this is my buddy Tyler, who you know actually, Nick and yeah. Fallon, his girlfriend. So us, and we have Chelsea, Chelsea right. Crawford as well. She's got her sign. So uh, hey, Chelsea. Yeah, show the sign. Show the sign. sign right here. Police officers continue to hide behind the lie that they are protecting and serving ACLU Black Lives Matter. Let's see the other side. Dear white people, stop using Dr. King as an example of peaceful protests. You shot him too. Mm. I like she that. just got her Black Lives Matter mask as well. So, uh, right. so we're in the we're in the house right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, we yeah. uh, we applaud That's... you. You know, being part of um, that march. I wish I was down there in D.C. I, th I think we both wish we were down there in D.C. to join you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds, it sounds positive as hell, man. It, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the energy is good, man. I think this is exactly what's needed. to get. This is the type of stuff that's needed to get this fool out of White House uh, on yeah. November 3rd. So um, right. I, think, I think the energy is like – it's kind of unprecedented. I feel like um, – I feel like I feel like this feels a little bit different to me. Like even looking on social media and other areas like that, it kind of feels like people who like weren't really speaking up before, didn't really have an interest in it, the vested interest in it, are extremely concerned. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, people of color have been that way. Right. But now, all, but like I feel like a lot of white folks who are kind of like not really saying too much, even if they felt that way, are extremely vocal and right. upset and like trying to like reevaluate everything and see how they right. contribute. So I think, yep. and you know, I say the biggest thing too is. Um, there's even people that I know, and I, I, I was saying this, I was thinking this earlier, that basically what change looks like is people with Trump parents coming to a Black Lives Matter rally. Right. And I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that. Yeah. Right. So that's how you change, that's how you change shit around, though. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully this goes a long way in terms of um, actually people getting out to vote and realizing that we can no longer have Trump, you know, as yeah. our president. So hopefully, hopefully this momentum continues, and this is not kind of a, a flash a, in the pan thing. Like yeah, a quick response. Yeah, yeah. Thing. That's uh, the thing. It's like that. This momentum has to be sustained. I mean, in a way, I've been happy that it's like it's it's already been like a few days. Like normally, I feel like maybe a couple of days, but this stuff has been going pretty strong for like you know at least a week now in all these places. So right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it keeps going. And I yeah. think I think people I think people are fed up enough to keep the momentum going through November. Right. 
Yeah, I think I think it's like important for like because like black people have been like feeling this for like you know like w way too long and to for like allies to like keep the foot on the pedal like that's huge just to just allies to, are huge just to be on it be on it and like you're like Trump is right near you guys so for you guys to be for like everyone who believes in like Black Lives Matter to be like mingling out in the streets hanging out like doing their damn thing. Uh, positive message, having fun, yeah. like just always in his face. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing, is, man. Like the difference now is like the strength of how the strength of the allies turn out. I would say, yeah. I feel like a lot of black folks have done this kind of thing before, but I think the amount of allies that are like not just the super liberal people, but like even kind of moderate white folks as well had enough. Like that's when right. they know right. things are getting out of hand now. So, yeah. right. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll we'll let you go and, and uh, do your thing, but hopefully hopefully we can get you back on the the podcast as a guest. Uh, yeah, soon. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, thanks, guys. I mean, I'm yeah. surprised that Zoom worked out this well, man. I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah right. it was like super super clear. Yo, because I I thought like uh, you're you're in a crowd, so I thought it would be like difficult to connect. No, I can hear you guys like so that. easily. So <laughs> it's like super crisp. So yeah, easy. that's that's good. Can you yeah. can you show us like uh, just clips of the people for like a little? Yeah. You guys see that? Yeah, we can see. Let's keep it up. Damn that! that yo, that go go, that go go sounds fun. Yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be legit. I mean, I think that's like even now, it's like people are making their pumps still enjoying themselves. I think it's gonna be like it'll be like a little bit of a, like a little party later because people yeah. just kind of celebrate the call, I guess. Right. Why, well, man? Uh, be All safe right, out there. All right, I'll be back on soon enough. All right, man. Yeah, thanks Enjoy for joining. Us. Thanks for giving us a peek. No doubt. I'll see you guys. Good luck. Yeah, so it's good to get a live look in on the, some of the protests down in DC. Yeah. That sounds. That sounds like that looks very positive. Like. Yeah. As I said, like, like protesting every day, like, keep the foot, keep the the pedal on the pedal to the metal, <laughs> like, yeah, keep the pedal to the metal because November is how many months away? It's close. It's, it's creeping up. It's creeping up. It's uh six, unfortunately, six yeah. months away. Yeah, I guess it's. Yeah, yeah, I guess six months. It seems close. Five months. Yeah. So like, and like summer is a perfect time to do. You like, it's nice weather out. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good way, good way to end it. Maybe to wrap things up. Yeah, I think I think uh, we've come to a stopping point. Yeah. We just played it by ear. I agree. That's what we always do. Always play it by ear. That's the way to go. Not, yeah. not too structured, casual. Uh, let things come out organically. That's uh, that's our mindset here at Play It By Ear. Sponsored mm -hmm. by, by Bud Light. Unfiltered. Unfiltered, exactly.
All right, everybody. Um, take it easy. Stay safe out there. We'll uh, catch you next week. Peace out.